to the link of the podcast on time travel and canon divergence, it was split into two parts, and this is part two. Oh, Jesus. The guard was gone. That's why the Dementors were able to do what they did. Um, Fletcher was supposed to be guarding the house. It was his shift, and he left. Mm -hmm. Mundingus Fletcher. Or drunk. Which means the Dementors were probably there lingering and waiting for an opportunity. So they probably are there before Harry leaves for the park. Possibly. You could ride it I, that way. Yeah. By the way, Shadow doesn't know anything about the tea lady. I'm waiting for somebody to comment. The tea lady. What had happened was, is Lady Holder and I were trying to write a story together. And we were doing pretty well. And I had this character um, who... Um, Sherlock, it was a, it was a Sentinel Sherlock, and Sherlock would call her all the time and tell her to cut her kettle off because she'd forget to cut it off, um, and, and he could hear it. Clue. And she was my comic relief, right? And so I get a part back from Lady Holder, and she had killed my tea lady. Was if if I have to have somebody die, it was a pretty decent death. But you didn't need. But it, it, it wasn't in our plot. And this is how you you know that you cannot, that you absolutely cannot write with a pantser if you're a plotter. Because this bitch will go off the rails and kill my tea lady. It wasn't in the plot. <laughs> Which is why I said I think I missed something. The whole plot, apparently. Oh, uh, yeah, well. Anyways. <laughs> Shout out at this point It's been 10 years we laugh at it too Yeah I mean it's it, It's not a new thing No um, god it's not new So okay So you've got Harry landing shortly Before the Dementor incident mm -hmm. um, You can have him call for reinforcements um, You can have him go to Madame you know, to, to Mrs. Fig, Use the flu Or use Dobby I would use Dobby personally because um, then it gives you a connection to Dobby mm -hmm. um, And it reminds the audience That Dobby's not dead Which is great um, mm -hmm. And Dobby would actually be a great go-between Between Harry and Draco A year Oh <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad somebody's amused, Dark. Because I was dismayed. Eh, so was I afterwards. I'm a plotter. I I, I like things to go a certain way. It's it, it's an issue that I embraced a long time ago. Okay, so you figured out where Harry's landing. Where's Draco? I mean, he's always he's, he's probably at home. Mm -hmm. But what's happening at home is Tom Riddle there? Is the giant ass snake there? Mm. And 
we know Voldemort's there during the war. It stands mm -hmm. to reason that he might have visited there in the past. Has he punished Lucius yet for the diary's destruction? Because... <laughs> So, Draco pops in, wakes up, appears. Um, no, I think Draco was marked um, as punishment for what happened at the Department of Mysteries after the fifth year. Mm -hmm. Because Lucius failed to get the prophecy, and now Draco has to redeem um, the, mm -hmm. family. the family. Yeah. And if Draco failed to kill um, Dumbledore, then um, his mother was going to be killed. And maybe she was cursed because of it. That is not my fault, Edie. Don't blame me for your kinks. Oh, Lord. It's not related, yeah, was, but it's still a great story. I highly recommend it. It is. That's a fabulous story. And the closest thing I've got to a tea lady is where I have um, uh, Narcissa um, playing with a, a tea set. And by playing with, she means killing people. But she killed, she killed one particular person. Yeah. And then transfigured them into a tea set. When you care to give the very best. No, actually, in this instance, um, it was uh, Lucius. I know. I remember. It was fabulous. It was a good time. Okay, so. Um... Dark. Go get in the corner, in the trunk. <laughs> the back corner, for the love of God. The boring corner with nothing in it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ellie. Oh, my God. I don't say this lightly, but y'all, all y'all need Jesus. <laughs> I have coffee. It has no additives other than sugar and flavor. Stop that. And cream. Is there any coffee in your coffee? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Well, it's, it's, um, Caramel flavoring from, from Starbucks, and then cream, and then coffee. Quite a bit of coffee. Okay, so where is Draco landing? <laughs> In health, apparently. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm watching this. Good Lord. <laughs> Um, I figure he's going to, uh, either come down from, bre uh, to breakfast and, you know, have it be on the same day, August 2nd and 
maybe a little earlier, maybe a little later, but it's still going to be the same day. And what he's going to see is Lucius eating breakfast and his mom looking rough. Because I don't, I, I'm, Lucius is a bastard. And I have no, nothing redeeming for him. And his, Lucius, he's all satisfied that he's um, resurrected his dark lord. But what he's ignoring is how his actions are, are affecting his wife. And I don't know how I'm going to figure that one out. I would say probably nightmares. I would say she'd be having nightmares about yeah. it. I mean, just knowing that he's back and that her son is getting older every day and every day closer to taking the mark. I mean, it would be just mm -hmm. like, and also, you know, honestly, she's probably plotting on Lucius's death. Yeah. And you did it. And I mentioned it briefly in something, but have sitting, um, at his or on his plate, a letter from the Dark Lord commenting that you know he he looked very good at dinner last night or whatever, and and he was Valdemort was looking forward to seeing him or seeing him or something because <sighs> I know it's not exactly you know great, but it is kind of on par with that that sick fucker. Well, it's not canon though, because in canon he True. he boned um, Bellatrix, but um, kind of. I mean, not for real, for kind, not not kind of. He totally did. Yeah. <laughs> in the cursed child, um, we find out that Voldemort fathered a child with Bellatrix Lestrange, and that she gave birth before she died. I totally agree, Shadow, but that's canon. Apparently. Though I personally like to discard everything after the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, hmm. <laughs> yes, Queenie, I do hear that. That's where I got it from. <laughs> so, um, okay, so if he's not going to be the creepy, pervy guy, then maybe he's he leaves him a note saying that he's, you know, now that he's, he's back, he's looking forward to, um, Draco entering his service. Why do you want him to leave a note? Well, he's not there. But why, why a note? I don't know. Cause it's an extra layer of creepy. I mean, but does it serve a plot point? 
Yeah, because when he opens it, um, you know, Draco uh, or Lucius looks over and, um, you know, asks what it is. And, and um, Draco hands it over. And Lucius is all thrilled that, you know, his son has, you know, has, has attracted the attention. And when Draco says, I'm not joining, hence the red letter day. So that sparks it. An argument between Draco and Lucius or Narcissa and Lucius? It could, well, it could start out with, you know, um, Lucius being all thrilled, Drake, uh, Narcissa saying, my son shall not. And if Lucius pulls his wand on his wife, Draco's not going to let his mom get hurt. Whatever Draco does, Lucius wouldn't expect it out of his 14-year-old son. No. 15. Draco would be 15 at that point. He did turn 15 mm -hmm. that May. Um. <laughs> Hers light. In this instance, the, you're threatening them with a spoon because it'll hurt more. Because it'll quote, hurt more, you twit. <laughs> to quote the sheriff of Nottingham. As one does. <laughs> As, one, As does. one does. Because it's just the best time ever. He said it to the guy, he said it to Guy of Gisborne. Yes. Um, but I don't, I don't remember who was playing that. I mean, I, I can picture him. It's, it's the same guy who played um, Rochefort in Three Musketeers with Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, I can picture him. I just don't remember his name. <clears throat> I think that if Narcissa kills Lucius in self-defense, then I, I, that's best because I don't think, you know, Draco is Slytherin enough that he doesn't want the attention of the Aura Department, the R-Or Department um, on um, on his circumstances. Point. He most especially does not want them checking out his magic or his wand or... Rapers say his name is Michael Wincott. You see, you wrote Wincott. Him. But it needs to be said that Wincott was not the first thing that, that nearly came out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, as he, when he's dressed as Rochefort, he's much more appealing. But not by much. He I mean, yeah, like, I mean, he looks cleaner. He looks, he looks cleaner, and that's about the, the extent of it. The clothes are better. He still looks like a smug bastard. Yeah, pretty much. Although I love the Three Musketeers. Yeah. Three, that particular Three Musketeers was just fabulous. I especially like Oliver Platt in that movie. Oh, God. I just like Oliver Platt, to be perfectly honest. He makes my day. <laughs> I 
I love the all for one song. I especially love the all for one video where they all come together to do it. You know, yeah, it's really great to sing the song, not to do it. <laughs> you mean Cinderella <laughs> or Ella? Was it just Ella? Drew Barrymore's character. <laughs> Ever after, yeah. Yes, it was Barrymore. Um, but it's great, great video. I, um, I love watching them, you know, be, Me too. be, be British together. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, okay, so you have, so you have, so what, so, okay, so what happens? Um, Narcissa kills... Mm -hmm. Lucius, Harry. Yeah, let's let's have him and the Dementor. Uh huh. So, real quick, um, I'm wondering if I should have Lucius disappear. I mean, completely disappear from from history, if you will. You don't want to have. Well, I would say no. Yeah, because I can I can already see some ripples because if he disappears and and um, Draco takes over, then there's going to be a lot of of hard looking at why he's got the lordship. It, well, yeah, but you have to. Can he get that without proof of death? If he takes the ring off his dad's would, hand. Would the ministry accept his control over his own accounts? No. Et cetera, if there was no death, if, if there was no provable death, would they use that as an excuse to get access to their money and take them and, and take them for everything they've got? Right. Fair. All fair fair points. Because the ministry's corrupt as fuck, so I wouldn't trust them with anything. The best thing she can do is kill him and stage his death in on nocturnality. Have one of the house elves take him down there. She breaks her wand, destroys it, goes to France and buys her a new one. Or she actually immediately goes to France, destroys her wand there, and buys a new one. So there's no evidence that she was responsible for whatever curse she hit Lucius with. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, a house elf has dropped her husband. And a dark corner and nocturne. And if they're lucky, a hag will chew on him a little bit before anybody finds him. <laughs> but you don't want to impede Draco's ability to get control of anything involved in their circumstances. Right. Um, or hers. I mean, she would be his regent um, at that age because it's just like the the more circumstances you hide, the more there are to be revealed. So if they look like they have nothing to hide, no one's going to be looking for anything. Mm -hmm. And I promise you, I've never actually killed anybody. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> 
I don't think, I mean, I wouldn't say that she's gone back in time and I don't think Draco should tell her anything, but Narcissa's a Slytherin and she's a black. Mm -hmm. She's not going to go down for her husband's murder. So she's just going to be like, we we're going to handle this business today. And Draco's going to go, yes, mama. <laughs> Whatever you say, mother. <laughs> Shall I get your cloak? <laughs> Nippy. <laughs> The thing is, though, and, and mother so, of back, she's going to France. <laughs> yes, here's a here's the thing, though. Her wand, everybody, everybody sees these things. Okay. Well, the thing is, is while they might see her wand, they don't necessarily know what the core is. So if she goes into a wand shop in in France, says she broke her wand, but her last wand was this and this. Of course, they're going to try those wand woods first. Mm-hmm. And even if they do ask her, you know, they they won't know when her wand got destroyed. Well, she can't use a throwaway wand unless she has that throwaway wand on her at the time. Or what's that one that you had um, Hermione teach the kids, specifically the girls? It was wandless. Oh, the the crotch thing mm -hmm. the blast um, does narcissa know wandless magic she just has to know that one but would she point of pride and if she does why well, hasn't she used it before because <laughs> this can't be the first time lucius has come come close or She's a black, right? But the thing is, is th this has to be the, in, in the heat of the moment. Because if she was going to mm -hmm. kill him, if she's always wanted to kill him, he'd be dead already. He'd have been dead after second year. But wait a second. What happens if... Um, Draco's there at breakfast. They're having this argument at breakfast. Lucius attacks Draco. And in the course Lucius of it, Lucius attacks Draco with magic. Because the thing is, is she has to be, it has to be in the heat of the moment for Narcissa. Because mm -hmm. if she was, if she had it in her to kill him in a premeditated fashion, she had killed him after second year when he knowingly let his son be in the school with a fucking basilisk. Mm -hmm. and, she, and he actually had the Dark Lord's diary in her house. And then mm -hmm. it was in the school with her child. And mm -hmm. she had killed him. Mm-hmm. So in, it has to be in the like character wise for characterization. It can't be something that she's been plotting or planning for a long time. She's you know she's stressed out. The Dark Lord is back. She's having mm -hmm. nightmares. She just wants to get through each day as she's going. She wants to get her son back at Hogwarts where he's safe from the Dark Lord and from her husband. And here is her son getting a letter from fucking Voldemort at breakfast. And Lucius is thrilled and. They're arguing, and Lucius attacks Draco, and one wandless uh, bludgeoning hex later, and most of his bones are powder, and so is part of the wall. And they go to France after making a deposit in Nocturne. The house is repaired. They're in France to do school shopping. 
and they stay over there until Lucius's body is discovered. Although honestly, you could have her use her wand. I mean, it's my indicate. It's you know, it's my first inclination to destroy the wand. But the thing is, is even in canon, when they did the prior in, in Cantum, it, it was only like the last four or five spells they could see. Mm-hmm. She could lock that out, just cleaning up the mess she made. I have to figure that one out. But I'll probably figure it out while I'm writing it. Of course you will. <laughs> yeah, I know. Gives you the hives. <laughs> so, no matter what, we're going to get... There are, are, there are Aurors that are actually capable. And trained. Besides Tonks. And she... Wasn't that trained. She was new. She wouldn't have been given a, a murder scene of a pure blood, especially not one she was sort of related to. Um, so It'd probably a- be at this point, Bones is still alive. Um, mm-hmm. Not for much longer in canon. Um, so it might be Shacklebolt. I mean, what's there to investigate? There's no, there's no, um, in canon, there is no such thing as a a magical signature. So they're they're not going to be able to actually harvest anything like that if you go with canon circumstances. All they're going to know is that he got hit by a bludgeoning hex or curse and it killed him and he's been found on Nocturne Alley. Mm Mm-hmm. Amelia Bones would have been the head of the DME at that point. Um, so she probably would not go out. She's killed in 1996. She was killed by Voldemort. And it's mentioned in Half-Blood Prince Chapter 1. So. So it's in between 5th year and 6th year. Because it happens the summer before six year. Right? Yeah, it would have been the summer mm-hmm. before six year. But here's here's here is Lucius Malfoy on Nocturne Alley, um bludgeoned to death with an act of dark mark. That's going to go over like a... I mean... Complete solid brick. Even the most skilled... On their game... By the book R or... Is going to take one look at that and say... Hmm. Well, isn't that just... That's really lovely. interesting that he has an active dark mark. Mm-hmm. But I thought Voldemort wasn't back. I thought that was a lie by Harry Potter. Oh, well, Fudge is like, oh, well, we can't. This is. And then it gets buried. Because Fudge isn't going to want anybody investigating an active dark mark on the, on, a, on the body of a Death Eater. Especially not the one who owns him lock, stock, and barrel. But it could spark something in the DMLE and maybe even in the unspeakables that you could work with later. 
Because they're going to see that active dark mark and know. Or, even, or perhaps, perhaps suspect that, that Harry Potter was actually telling the truth. Mm -hmm. It would probably make them investigate Fudge. Like, why is Fudge so investigate, in, invested in smearing a teenager and ignoring the possibility that the Dark Lord is back? I mean, is he a coward or is he a dark fucker? Or is he both? The answer to that is invariably yes. <laughs> I think actually, I don't think Fudge was dark. I think Fudge was dumb and greedy. And a coward. But those, him being dumb, greedy, and a coward shaded his actions and how he, how his actions, um, His, his actions took a dark turn or a lack of actions. Okay. Even if it was just from um, inaction, you know, he saw something happening and instead of standing up and doing something about it, he let it ride. Then that makes all the professors who stood by and let Umbridge torture Harry Potter no better. And they're all dark. Well, he can point that out to them. So, you know, if, if you're going to condemn Fudge for, for standing by and doing nothing and saying that his actions, you know, are dark, what does that make yours? But my personal headcanon would be that if Draco is, if, if Harry Potter is Draco's soulmate, the first time Umbridge got near him with a blood quill, Draco would kill her. <laughs> Because <laughs> for me, he's a black and white character. And, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think he would make it. Nah, dog. <laughs> you, you, no, no touchy the hair, no touchy the Potter. <laughs> you need to back the fuck off. Yeah. But I think actually, the not having the Dementor accident. Yeah, a Minerva interfering that would actually make Umbridge worse. How so? Because she can't put him on trial. Mm -hmm. He's gotten away with something again. He's still spreading these lies from her point of view. Um, she didn't get to punish him like she expected to. She didn't. In, in, she didn't get an opportunity to persecute him. And so now she's in this school and I think she'd be gunning for Minerva too. I think she'd actually be worse for being thwarted. So you think the... Um, and for Harry being smart enough to call for help. The edicts would come um, faster, harder, and earlier. Well, as long as she survived. <clears throat> okay, the attempts at edicts would come. <laughs> I think it's actually really important that Draco be utterly clean on the on the mm -hmm. on the deal of his mother uh, of his father's death, so that when Umbridge bites it at Hogwarts, they don't glance his way. Well, that would be the second body that shot near Malfoy. 
if you kill her, you know. Well, you killed her with a karma curse, if I remember right. Um, in... I killed her with a karma curse in the... The Pendragon Legacy? Yes, thank you, Sin. It's, yo, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's really sad when readers know my work better mm -hmm. than I do. Um, uh, and, um, Harry knocked her cart off the tracks at mm -hmm. the bank and killed her and Grip Hook as an early birthday present to himself in Darkly Loyal. Um, <laughs> thanks. I really enjoyed that one. That was actually a little pantsed. I mean, I knew he was going to kill her as soon as he saw her, but that moment wasn't plotted. It was it, just it perfect. Was a, it was a fabulous death. It was just perfect. Beautiful. Um, so, yeah, I've killed her with a karma curse um, that she was, um, that yeah, she died in front of Ron on the stairs. I think a lot of people kill her on the stairs to Hogwarts because it's very, it's, it's poetic justice. Um mm -hmm. You know, to kill her at Hogwarts. But karma is is lovely. I I, I love the idea of karma. Um, well, you know, there's <laughs> there is the um, declaring you a a enemy of the the um, the house. That's you know, that's a that's a political statement. Mm hmm it's not death point she's unfortunate yes you know uh, unless of course somewhere back in her ancestry her her family were under or you know the house of god i would not want her to be related to the blacks well she probably is um, um but they're all interrelated um which is gross Yes. Time to widen the gene pool. You know, forget the tree branching. Plant a new tree. Um. <laughs> let's let's leave this gene pool behind and find another one. Let's 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 get that apple off the tree and plant a new one. Um. Uh, but you. Know, in Harry Potter and the Soulmate Bond, Harry curses Ron with a parcel magic curse that it basically it's a threefold curse. Whatever mm -hmm. he does to others comes back on him threefold. So it's like karma. Um, if he does good, he receives good. If he does bad, it gets bad. Mm -hmm. It gets real bad. And the thing is, we know that, you know, Umbridge is an evil twat. So it wouldn't take long, perhaps even not even a full day of classes for one of the, for, um, for a curse like that to, to really fuck her up. I did read a fic once where um, it was actually, it was Lockhart. Harry and Hermione drove Lockhart crazy by thinking he was being haunted by the people he had uh, um, obliviated. It's not a from. trip to, to, to drive him buggy. Drove him completely bug nuts. But you know what would be really good? That would be awesome and amazing to do to Dolores Umbridge. Mm 
What? To steal her magic. And do what with it? Whatever you wanted. She thinks people steal magic. That that's possible. Well, what if someone did take her magic away from her? And then dropped her dumbass in the middle of London with no magic. Okay, sorry, I had to open up my my Walker's um, shortbread cookies. Well, um, you 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 bragging <laughs> hoe. Um, wow, wow. Um, the only um, she wouldn't be able to come back to the magical world. She wouldn't be able to see it. What if they didn't steal it? Because taking it out would probably kill her. But what if they suppressed it? That means she could get it back. Uh-uh. Drop her into, into medical, uh, the middle of magical London. Okay. She's got no clue how anything works. All right. She's a raving loony as far as, as um, Muggle London is concerned. Because she's screaming that her magic is gone. Why won't this thing work? And she's, she's shaking her wand. And she's being you know aggressive and horrible and one and whatever that's true in canon her brother and mother li um li um, live as muggles um and her father is a janitor in um the ministry so she would actually do very well in the muggle world she's probably very accustomed to it whether well, she wants to be there or not because i was thinking she got she gets taken in for mental health and they basically drug her to the gills and she never comes out again I mean, they could just curse the shit out of her and um, obliviate her back to Lockhart level. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. We do want her to suffer. Yeah, I mean, yes. it's, it's accurate. We want her to suffer. Um, the more the better. I wonder if, like, there's a spell somewhere that would turn somebody into a house elf. Um, remember, house elves have a lot of power. You don't want to give her more power. True. Oh, you could set her up for some banking crime and let her get caught in the bank. Mmm. So sometime during the, the August 2nd, when Harry goes to um, Diagon, and it's, by the way, it's fabulous shadow, lovely, lovely stuff. Um, what I was going to say is he gets his, his, um, his vault rekeyed. And somebody still has the original key and never gets pulled. All right. But it's there with a little attract me on it to Umbridge. And Harry leaves it out. And she goes and she tries to use what she thinks is his vault key. Why not kill two birds with one stone? I'm all for it. What, have Ron take it to her? <laughs> that's funny um, <laughs> I was thinking about the cup okay 
what if they use some kind of compelling magic to get Dolores to use her power in the ministry to get the cup out of Bellatrix's vault and bring it to them? She's out of, of Azkaban by that time, so she's she's not she's not an inactive account anymore. So? Well, actually, I don't know how she would be an active account because she might be out of Azkaban, but it wasn't because she got out for free. She's still a criminal. True. Or you can have Umbridge sneak into the bank and steal the cup and port key it out and then get caught. I don't think Umbridge could sneak her way out of a wet paper bag. True, true. I just want her to suffer in in like the goblin dungeon. <laughs> uh oh, Sin has an idea. <laughs> I'm waiting. I that this should be good because I've got a thousand ways to kill Dolores Umbridge. Yeah, pretty much. Night night, Margaret. Sleep well. Don't take any phone calls. At 11.02? I hope not. It's a joke. Yeah. You don't want the goblins making a big stink about the horcrux in their bank. Um, because then it reveals to Voldemort that people know about his horcruxes and he might mm -hmm. hide them. Um, so you don't want there to be any kind of... That would cause a big ripple that you couldn't control, or Harry or Draco couldn't control. Um, so I would be careful about that if I was writing that. Because if the goblins find Horcrux is offensive, and it's my headcanon that they do, they'd probably pitch a big fucking fit <laughs> mm -hmm. about something like that being in their bank. And you don't want them to do that. At least not where everybody can see. Well, that would kill Umbridge, but it still wouldn't get us the cup. Now, in canon, Hermione Polly uses herself as Bellatrix. Where the hell did she get the hair? I don't want to know. I do. It was after she was tortured. You know... Az isn't the only one who has really bad mental jumps. <laughs> Are you accusing me of that or is it you? Me. Okay. Because, you know, most, God help me all. Um, most of the hair that's used in Polyjuice Potion, as far as we can tell, comes from somebody's head. Dude. <laughs> you see why I said I... Mm, it's not just as. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently... I am up. not prepared to beta a fic where Umbridge tries to seduce Bellatrix Lestrange. Okay? Not gonna happen. <laughs> <sighs> no... <laughs> 
one. Ew. Uh -huh. Yeah, no. <laughs> Their color schemes totally clash. <laughs> I don't know. Black and pink can be really cute together. Oh, look. Hearts and I finally agree on something tonight. Yeah. Well, it can be quite nice, but the the thing is, is I I there it's the competing um, brands of madness that I think are the issue more than anything. <laughs> um, I still think I'm gonna like the key thing. The, the ministry demonstrated a. a an ability to I don't know that that would work she's in she, um, she's a ministry official are they really gonna is, is the bank really gonna pick a fight with the bank with with her over having a key that may or that doesn't work because Molly Weasley goes into his vault all the time with the key and her having an old key but Molly's going into it just to get stuff and leave. If Bellatrix is going into it to say she's claiming everything in here for the ministry. But she doesn't even get into it. And you mean Umbridge, right? Yeah. You said, you said Bellatrix. Um, okay, she so, got Bellatrix but, on the brain for some reason. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to know why. Yeah, um, I don't um, she doesn't actually get into the vault. So, and the key doesn't work. I just don't think that's. Okay, fine. I'm not sure then, the goblins would risk rebellion or having to fight the wizards over Umbridge having a wrong um, um, having an out of date key. Then Umbridge is not going to die at the hands of the goblins. <sighs> Nuts. I guess I just leave Norbert <laughs> <laughs> or Guap. When does Guap come? Much later, actually. Um, the thrustrals are are at the start of the or at the head of the wagons, and I'm pretty damn sure that Umbridge, at the age that she is, is see, has seen death. Please don't involve the centaurs. That was no. just like the most disgusting thing in the book. No. I mean, that's one thing. I, I know, but someone mentioned in the chat room the, the centaurs. You realize that was a rape joke, right? Yeah, it's no, it's gross. I was actually, uh, let me see something. Thank you. Let me see what these guys look like. Aha, they're carnivorous. Well, yeah, they do eat meat because they use blood to call them when they use yes. them. So, <laughs> so what I'm, she's stomping along the, the drive that the, the carriages show up and um, Umbridge has cats. Yeah, I noticed the plates. Did anybody else notice the plates? Oh, so many. So what happens if one of the things that, that Thrustrals like to eat a lot is cats? Gross. Look, I have two of the, the little guys. I <laughs> 
adore cats. I think they're wonderful. You had to put an animal cruelty warning on your um, thing. I would, but no. the The reason I'm I'm saying would be she goes stomping by. She's to a human nose, she doesn't smell like a cat. To the carnivorous horsey thingies, she smells like a big walking cat. Meets back on the menu, boys. Oh. Uh, unfortunately, it would get hot. Hagrid's thrust was killed. Because maybe she would come in and kill them. And what I would basically have happen is Harry unbuckles them. Fly free, boys. Yeah, that's a question. Why don't they go after Minerva? She literally turns into a cat. So you know she smells like one. Damn logic. <laughs> I don't know why you just can't have Draco kill her. Why you gotta be so dramatic? <laughs> she gotta keep her unicorn pure. <laughs> oh, no. no I... Lord, no. I should, you know, honestly, if anybody deserves to take the umbrage out, it's Harry. You're absolutely right. But at that point, you know, I mean, you know, he's coming back. He's, you know, you got you to gotta think about the age they're coming back as. Um, Harry's, mm -hmm. you know, been out of the war for a while. He's He's been trained as an or. or um, mm -hmm. um, maybe he's learned some parcel magic. That would be fun to play with. Um What's Draco's career? I mean, it's the, it's the fan and cliche to make him a potions master. Um, and I've done the I've done the fandom cliche a couple times. Um, giving him a law background is interesting because it gives him um, it, it gives you an opportunity to insert a lot of um, educational um, aspects and um, you know Harry's mm -hmm. rights and all that stuff. Lawyer sounds good. I read a really good one where he was um, Harry's solicitor um, or his arguer during um, uh, his divorce from Jenny because mm -hmm. Jenny had cheated on him with Michael Corner, I believe, and she yeah, was pregnant. Excuse me. Um, real quick question. Is this one of yours? Because there's... No. I, I don't know how many of them you've got were, you know... No, this is... Um, Building with worn out tools. Okay. Something like that. Um, and Draco is, the, um, they call it an arguer. Um, Draco wasn't his lawyer in that fic. In the, in the fic that I'm doing, Ginny cheated with Michael Corner, yes. But um, she's on trial for starving Harry's children while, while he was away on a mission. Um and Draco isn't Harry. Harry and Draco are business partners, but Harry mm -hmm. um, um, Draco isn't his lawyer. Michael Corner is actually because I think she's based. That's I think he was the one she went with because he was as close as she could get appearance wise to Harry Potter because he resembled Harry. Um, it's called Building with Worn Out Tools by Loma Naren. And it's on, um, it's on AO3. Mm -hmm. But I highly recommend it. It's a really good fic. Not time travel. And Draco is a solicitor slash lawyer slash arguer. And he represents Harry in court 
um, in his divorce. And he also gets to bang him because <laughs> perks. <laughs> what was the other fic that I mentioned we, that we talked about earlier? I don't remember. Because Jilly's not here to get links. I honestly don't remember. Yeah, they kidnapped Narcissa. Blaze is the Jenny's lawyer. Um and they kidnapped um they kidnapped Narcissa in that fic. It's really good. Lay down your sweet and weary head. Oh, yeah. Isn't that in the, the links? I don't know, but we'll put it on um I was just thinking we've got a whole mess of links in the in this particular In this particular batch of stories or, or commentary. Okay, so I've got those two. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so how are you going to kill Umbridge? I want it to be relatively untraceable. So, you know, I can't do a one-to-one -one substitution for, you know, Baslick Venom for tea. Yeah, which is unfortunate because, you know, Dumbledore would immediately know where that came from. Yes. <laughs> and he would just get in the way and you have to kill him before it was time. And yeah. It would be a mess. Yeah. Just issues. Issues. So many issues. So killing her with anything snake-related would be an out. And having her trip and break her neck as she goes down the stairs, it's a classic. It's wonderful. It's been done a lot. It's been done a lot. Ed's got the one where, you know, the, the framed edicts could fall on her head. Um, that means she's around to have a whole bunch of them, and we don't want that. Yeah. Harry deserves a really nice fifth year. Mm -hmm. You know, making out with his boyfriend in the closet every once in a while, playing some Quidditch, being defamed in the paper. It, that, that's really all he needs to suffer in his fifth year. Yeah. Because fourth year was hard. Oh. <laughs> uh, I think I may, I may borrow something from you, though. The the transplant thing? No. So, have a nice um, um, article where, you know, it's been announced that... Um, uh, Cyan uh, Malfoy and, and Air Potter, or however, however I want to term it, have you know, um, you know, put aside their differences, and they they have determined they are incredibly magically compatible, so they're dating, and this is in um, the newspaper, and they time this just right, and she gets her copy of the paper. She's sitting there. She her. She, her face is turning red. She's starting to just all, and Harry does that little bit of a hiss. 
Nobody hears it. Air bubble goes in and she keels over at the breakfast table. Yeah, the yeah, the, the, the transplant curse, the transplanting mm-hmm. the yeah, I, I did it to Snape in mm-hmm. Black Dragon. Yeah. And basically she you know, twitches, croaks, falls face first into her her, her uh, porridge and all she wrote. It would be really great if you had Snape turn to Flitwick and ask him to pass something to him over her corpse. <laughs> Phileas, could you pass me the salt? <laughs> I mean, or Minerva, one of the two. And, and of course, Flitwick does because he's very polite. <laughs> or actually, you know, um, you know, pa- pass the tea and um, Severus gets his tea, turns to Minerva, fills her cup, fills his cup. They clink and drink. <laughs> I mean, because it'll be like, and finally one of them will just turn to Dumbledore. Are you going to deal with this body or what? Like the children it's- are staring. <laughs> it's very cracky <laughs> and it's fun as hell. <laughs> Yep. The children are staring. <laughs> Great. Now they're all going to see the horses' carriages are not, in fact, horseless. <laughs> yep. The whole damn school just watched somebody die. Now they'll all be able to see the meat eating horses. Mm hmm. Thingies. So is Dumbledore a hindrance or. You don't actually have to wait for the paper. You could just have Harry and Draco come into the, like, Harry could be, like, Draco could be seated at the Slytherin table. And you could have Harry come in and, like, go sit down beside him and kiss him. Yeah, I just, I just, the notes are that having, you know, finding out they're dating. Just be like. <laughs> that also puts him closer to the head table and it would be easier <laughs> Probably to get to her because she sits down there next to Snape. Mm-hmm. At least in what I saw from the clip on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But it would be great if Snape acts totally unaffected by it. Like he's like, he doesn't even know. He just like, he just doesn't bother him at all. That is the quickest we've ever gotten rid of a defense against a dark arts teacher. <laughs> Who had six hours for the defense against the dark arts teacher? <laughs> or 12 hours. <laughs> Have Hermione win the bet. Uh-huh. No, no, better. Have Flitwick win the day. <laughs> That would be me, young man. Yeah. Here's your salt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, if I was doing a pool involving Harry Potter, I wouldn't let Hermione be involved in this. I wouldn't let Shit, her bet. No. <laughs> she can influence the winning. She does influence the winning. What are you saying? 
Um, as far as Dumbles goes, he's he's already on the the darker side of gray as far as his behavior towards Harry. You know, there's there's a level of indifference that's almost criminal. So, wow, that was fast. Um, but, you know, Dumbledore <laughs> ignores him most of that year. So, mm-hmm. you can play on that. Um, have Harry aggressively ignore Dumbledore back to the point where Dumbledore gets really curious. <laughs> Is like you ignore me, I'm gonna ignore you harder. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> you don't even uh, exist. Oh, that would piss him right off. You know. Harry, my boy, can you come? I I need you to come to my office. And Harry, just keep on walking. Did you hear anything? (laughs) I thought I heard something. Uh The the castle is haunted, Harry. Yeah. (laughs) Hmm. Did we not read the same book? For six year, Edie? Well, but wait a second. Here's the thing, though. At this time of, of this is fifth year, he hasn't done this yet. Well, yeah, but in, but in canon, six year was definitely his sulky phase. Yes, with obsessive over, over Draco's ass. Yeah, yeah, he was pretty obsessed with Draco. Across the board, ass included. Um, you know, have it be just, you know, he's, he's going to shun him. He's not going to, he's not going to work with him. He's not going to interact with him. He's just going to. He doesn't need him. He doesn't need him. This Harry Potter does not need Dumbledore. No. And somewhere in the middle of all this crap, that damn, um, uh, Horcrux in his head has to go away. And that one may end up just being, you know, um, the the goblins. You could have it mm-hmm. where, I mean, at this point, maybe after the war, Harry, you know, Harry educated himself mm-hmm. and found out everything he could about Horcruxes and realized that he didn't have to die. And that he could have actually purged it from his own body with a cleansing ritual. Or some kind of magical communion. Well, yeah, I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, they're, they're both just 15 in this fic. So mm-hmm. they're not actually old enough to have sex on screen on Rough Trade. The closest they might come is is minor necking. 
Nico's cleansing sexy times to cleansing sexy fade to black. <laughs> hmm. But honestly, I don't think Harry would want Draco in the circle when he was cleansing the Horcrux off, off, off out of him, just because he wouldn't want it to try to anchor in in, in Draco. It's going to want to host. It's been hosted for a long time. So he needs to contain it and destroy it if he does that route. Or at least contain it in something until it can be destroyed. Hmm. Something to think about. Because but... at 15, I don't know how he would get access to the goblins in the middle of the school year. And Dumbledore not find out. Well, they could always do it during that month between the time that, you know, he's... He would be um, avoiding the Dementors. When he's at Grimwald Place under lock and key by the Order of the Phoenix? Well, it depends on if I have him do that. Hmm. Hmm. All he needs is a day or two. And there's flus. And he could always start the, his his sulky phase early. If he disappears for even a couple of days, he, the, the consequences of that would be that Dumbledore would have him on lockdown. When he finally got him back in his clutches, it would be unreal. And he would probably try to you know, dig in his head to figure out what where he was and what he did. And also, you wouldn't want to, his disappearance to coincide with the discovery of Lucius Malfoy's body. Point. Because that would make John Dollish ask stupid questions. Because that's what he does. <laughs> True. You know, if he does it around Yule, Yule is... You know, the death of one year, the rebirth of another, or the birth of another. Mm -hmm. So life, death, birth, you know. In um, canon, he went to Grimwald Place. Um, I think it would be suspect if he doesn't. Not saying he doesn't, but he can, you know, he goes to Grimwald Place and they take a flu, go uh, to the bank and do their thing. And it's been arranged ahead of time. And then he spends the rest of Yule recovering. So how do the goblins respond to being asked to remove a horcrux from the boy who lived? What do you have to leverage? What does Harry have to leverage to keep that information secret? Do you think that... Narcissa would have examples of her sister's handwriting. I mean, they do letters back and forth in the, in the Wizarding World with owls. So she could have letters from when they were younger, maybe. Yeah. One of the things that she or they could put together would be a letter, quote unquote, from Bellatrix. Um directing Narcissa to get out of her vault little key tape to it or whatever um, 
the method for her Lord's glorious uh, rebirth. Again, that's ex are you talking about exposing the Horcruxes to the goblins? They know they've got if if they're going to clean one out of his head anyhow. Right. How do they respond to one actually being stored in their bank? Badly. Right. That's a huge ripple. Voldemort's going to find out that his Horcruxes are being exposed. Okay, so... He had enough connections in the bank to actually kidnap Griphook. Point. So, somewhere along the way... Um, So skip the skip the the um, the goblins then, other than Narcissa maybe going to the bank to get from her sister's um, vault the Horcrux and take it home. What's Draco so, told her to make her do this? Eh, no, not Narcissa. Well. Somehow the 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 her vault Bellatrix's vault has to get absorbed back in. Sirius could do that. Okay. So Sirius does that. He gets the the the, the Horcrux. I'm thinking I'm gonna use something I put in that one where I have Narcissa kill uh Lucius where at the bottom of Malfoy Manor is an old um, magical smithy from when the Romans were there in England. And Fiendfire. And have Harry figure out how to get the, the Horcrux out of his head and into something that he doesn't mind having destroyed. They've got the, the Horcrux and they light that puppy on fire in something that's going to be able to handle the level of heat in a sacred or mostly sacred space and destroy at least two of them. You could have Harry bring that knowledge back with him because he's mm -hmm. not like he's he, he's not really a 15 year old. So no, he's not. So, so so he's been educated. He's educated himself. Mm -hmm. um, he's probably got a mastery at this point in something um, mm -hmm. to work as an R R or and he and he does become the youngest head R R or ever. Mm -hmm. So to um, to receive that position, so he worked his ass off after he left Hogwarts and he was after the war. He worked his ass off. So you could give him. Um, a mastery in something that would be helpful in this regard, uh, ritual magic or runic magic or, mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, and so by the time he tells Draco that he actually has a Horcrux in his head, um, but I got a plan to get it out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> mm -hmm. And somewhere along the lines, they also have to pick up the locket. Well, Harry would have access to the locket that summer. Right. But he has a memory charm the fuck out of creature. Or as the uh, the Black Air put a series of severe orders on that elf. Hell, yeah. 
it, and Canon Creature was able to lie to Harry. Does that indicate probably that Harry doesn't have that kind of relationship with with um, Creature until Sirius dies? Does he have the ability to actually give Creature instructions that he will follow? Well, for all the fact that that Sirius said, "Hey, you're my heir," how much how much oomph was put behind that? If Sirius is in the know, and he would have to be to go to the bank to get the Horcrux, you can make Sirius do the ordering. True. And if Creature knows they're going to destroy it, he'll be more than happy to, to cooperate. That, that's all he wants. Is for it to be destroyed. Mm-hmm. Interesting fact. For the longest time, when I um, before I realized how the name was actually said, I called him Kretcher in my head. I never realized it was actually Creature. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she had some really interesting um, word choices for. I think that actually speaks to the to the way the blacks thought about house uh, house elves. Mm-hmm. Same with the heads on the wall. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. So that actually gives three. The locket, the scar, and the cup. Mm-hmm. And it actually, and the- you could get the diadem, too, because if they're, if, if, if they do it at Yule, then they'd, um, then they'd already been at Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. And make a pit stop at the shack for, um the ring and you're the only one you're missing is Nagani and off we go when was she made a cohort crux anyhow um with the death of that ministry employee um when when he was still a hum hum when he was still an ugly baby body. Homoculus? <laughs> yes, Homoculus. <laughs> ugly baby body. Okay. When did the genie become a Horcrux? Um, with the death of Bertha Jorkins in 1994. Okay. So, yes, she was already a Horcrux at that point. Bother. And if Riddle Riddle knew that they were destroying the Horcruxes um, once they started, um, so he's gonna know that all his Horcruxes have been destroyed, except for Nagini. So, so mm-hmm. getting her is gonna be a serious, serious act. It might boil down to Draco pretending to be interested in becoming a Death Eater to get access to the snake. But that doesn't make any sense if he's having a public relationship with Harry Potter. Very true. Unless they think that he's, you know, doing a double cross. You could have, you could use, um, Pettigrew's um, life debt to Harry. Make him poison the snake. Poison it or maybe just 
Well, yeah, Snape too. Um, <laughs> um, drop a. a oh, uh, Silver Harmony reminds that Nagini go. Na how do you say it? I think it's Nagini or Nagani. Um, Nagini, whatever. She goes to the ministry during Yule break for the prophecy. That's mm -hmm. how she gets Arthur Weasley. What if? What if Draco um, is there? He see Dr Dr Draco has more freedom. He can move around mm -hmm. a lot easier than Harry Potter can. Um, what if he is in the ministry that night and he prevents the attack on um, Arthur Weasley and kills the snake? Mm -hmm. Okay, so Harry would be able to tell him exactly what happened and where it happened. True. But Draco's not going to have the sword of Gryffindor. Well, the only reason it worked is because it was um, goblin steel and it had been mm -hmm. um, ex exposed to basilisk venom. Well, right. it wouldn't be difficult to get another sword and put basilisk venom on it. They have access to yeah. Basilisk Venom. He doesn't even need a sword. He could do it with a knife. I'd want at least three feet of steel between me and that damn snake. Yeah, true, true. I'm just saying. <laughs> it boils down to Basilisk Venom. Yeah. In the movie, Neville cuts her head off and that's a done deal. Yeah, she, doesn't she like dissolve into dust or something? And basically blow away. In the movie, I think she does. I'm not sure what happens to her in the book. I forget. I have a very visual memory of the of the movie, though. Even though I only saw it on YouTube. I saw it in that video. Um, the Room of Lost Things. You might be able to find a blade there. But all he really needs is a goblin blade covered in basilisk venom. And basilisk venom is in the, in the Chamber of Secrets. We know that because they use it to destroy the cup. In the movie, in the movie, and and mm -hmm. in the book, um, Hermione and Ron go down into the chamber to get the basilisk venom for the cup. So we know it's there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so <laughs> um, Harry and Draco have a date night, and they go to the room of the requirement and find the 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 um, the item. And while we're here, I need a blade. Let me see if I can, you know, and, you know, the, sh the room shifts and there's all these swords. And he finds a nice sword. You don't want to give him something big because um, it would be like, you don't want to give him a claymore because that's ridiculous. Um, For his size, yeah, that is. Um, for swords found in Britain. Roman Soldus. That's a coin. I want swords. Gladys. Gladius. That's the one. Paste. Images. There we go. A nice Roman sword, short sword. 
simple, straightforward, and lethal. Well, the only other choice would be like a saber. So, mm-hmm. well, I don't, I don't want it to be a saber, but I think, I think that would work out really well because there's actually, frankly, there's a lot of them running around Britain in various and sundry conditions, but still. English broadswords are big. Yeah, the broadsword is huge. I would I mean it would be like it would be longer than he is tall at this point in his life. Well, for Harry, yeah. Well, Draco isn't much taller at fifteen. Point. And the on the other option would be a cutlass, which which would be ridiculous. Um Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh boy. So the broadsword is between 30 and 45 inches. Yeah, let's know. So there's a Swiss saber and there's an English saber. Mm-hmm. And the English saber has a shape very much a lot like a katana, actually, mm-hmm. the, um, the European style, which reminds me of that picture. Yes. Yeah, you knew exactly what I was talking about, didn't you? Um, yes, it's, it's I a do. really cool picture. Um, it's a manipulation. It's really awesome. I don't care. It's a fabulous picture. But he's a, but you know, I mean, he's a grown man, but he's also a boy. So I think he would actually be like, oh, well, I need a really cool sword if I'm getting a sword. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't need a cool Yes, I do. Yes, I do. What? If I can't have the sword of Gryffindor, I'm having a cool sword. Look, you got the good sword last time. I want a good sword this time. <sighs> and <laughs> that goes with nothing I own, so no. <laughs> <laughs> it's got rubies in the handle. No. No. But yeah, I mean, he could definitely get a, a sword from the Room of Requirement, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. The Room of Lost Things has everything in it. So you know, that, that's, a, that's a really awesome fanning cliche that you can you can really dig in on. Um, which takes care of all the Horcruxes. Mm-hmm. And all that leaves then is... I would actually kill the snake first and then go home and destroy the other ones. Agreed. Because if they all destroyed first, I'm not sure he let the snake out of his sight. If he, because it can, and he did feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Huh. I've got that picture somewhere. I don't know where I've got that picture. It's ridiculous. I've got so many damn picture prompt stuff. I thought I had it too, but I don't know where I, I don't know what I did with it. That looks more like a long knife. It really does. I think that Harry was connected to the snake because of the Horcrux, um, because they're both Horcruxes. I don't know if Voldemort was there too. He might have been there directing her. Which means he might have been there directing her in Godric's Hollow as well. 
controlling her through the Horcrux. Creepy. It also has its ramifications, though, because if he has that mm -hmm. connection to the Horcruxes, he also had that connection to the Horcrux that they were carrying. Mm -hmm. And he would have been able to find them. It doesn't make sense that he wouldn't be able to find them. Okay. So I found it because I remembered who had it. Paste. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And that's much more like a katana. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is a katana, but mm -hmm. the British, um, the the European rapier is pretty close. True. So, I mean, I guess you could write the backlash, but then you also had need to, to account for the fact that, I mean, you could say that they didn't, that he didn't have access to the, um, to the other Horcruxes that way because they weren't in living creatures. But then he should be able to have that kind of access to Harry Potter who is a Horcrux. And the only time that, Harry, that Voldemort tries to invade Harry's mind that way, with that level to actually control him is when he was in his presence. Right. The other thing is if, um, if, Dra if, if Voldemort is feeling the air quote, deaths of his horcruxes. When Harry died, he should have felt it. He did feel it. Didn't he? I doubt it. Tamara, that's very cool. Okay, hints hmm. of the Deathly Hallows, Harry is known to understand that Voldemort is aware about the, of the destruction of his Horcruxes because it is most is post-breaking in Grignots that Voldemort gets to know. He is very angry and fearful, hence vulnerable. Um, and he starts to guard Najini pretty closely in the book. And this is how Harry knew that the last Horcrux was in Hogwarts because they were basically racing towards that to see who would get to it first. So he had at that point the diadem or the diet what how how'd you say it? The diadem. The diadem. Um and the the snake. And he didn't know about Harry. Mm-hmm. So okay, here's one So I think that Voldemort probably even felt the diary being destroyed, but he couldn't do a damn thing about it because he was disembodied at the time. Mm -hmm. By the way, I figured out what Harry's going to move the uh, Horcrux in his head into. Well, chamber pot? Oh. Cute, but no. <laughs> no, just because everybody would get a kick out of it. He's moving it to a fucking teacup. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. I thought so. 
So. So apparently, per. A Rowling Pottercast. Harry was not a true Horcrux. Oh. Um, let me get back up there to where it was. Okay. When Voldemort was hit by the backfired killing curse at Potter's home in Godric's Hollow, it was caused it caused Voldemort's soul to split, with one fragment immediately seeking out the only other living thing in the room and latching onto it, Harry Potter. The rest of Voldemort's mm -hmm. mutilated soul fled. However, this parasitic fragment of Voldemort's soul that attached to Harry did not make him a true Horcrux. Since it was not created intentionally and the necessary parts of the Horcrux creation process were not carried out. That's per, that's per J.K. Rowling um, on her Pottermore podcast. Okay. Huh. interesting mm, so at both um, Harry's a pseudo horcrux I mean he's still got that attached to him so he wants to get that shit off of him but it does make the removal a lot easier and it probably doesn't act as an actual horcrux so it, it, it wouldn't be keeping Voldemort up to date with what he's doing or it wouldn't also wouldn't be keeping him alive point But it does give Harry a window into Riddle and the snake. I thought that Gryffindor knife was Fanon, but maybe not. I thought it was too. I mean, I've seen it in a couple of stories, but I don't, I don't remember it in canon. We're approaching four hours. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> two-part podcast um uh is there anything lingering that you wanted to make a decision on no it's uh, if if we want to do this again i can always pick it back up and figure out you know where, where to go from here you know um there's a lot of stuff to do so you know there's a lot of stuff i can do she's gonna be pantsing the shit out of this what of you guys what what you guys listen to tonight may or may not happen <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Who knows where it'll show up. But, but. Yeah, I think the Gryffindor um, knife is just a Fanon. That may be, but I'm pretty sure that the... It's the, interesting Fanon, so... It is. I'm pretty sure that the teacup, though, is going to show up. Because that's just funny. So... Anyways... So I hope you mm -hmm. guys enjoy this two-part podcast. <laughs> uh, we shall catch you later. Say good night, lady holder. Good night. Good night.